Welcome to Gracefield Grit. I'm your host, Lana Stinner, and we are chatting all about growing your faith, family, and the backyard farm. Here at the Gracefield Homestead, we are having honest, hard, and authentic conversations with some amazing guests about getting back to the basics and what's important in life. We are not for everyone, and we don't clean up our conversations, so you will get the unedited chat. Each episode, you can expect practical tips and encouragement. I am so honored to have you join us today, so grab a cup of coffee and let's do this thing. Hey friend, welcome back to this episode of the Gracefield Grit Podcast. I'm your host, Lana Stenner, and I am so glad you've joined us today. We have a fun and practical episode straight from the backyard farm. It is fall chick days again. So just yesterday, we were in our local feed store here in Kansas City, Feldman's, and as soon as we entered, we were going to buy goat food, right when we walked through the doors, we could hear those precious little chicks already chirping. So they had just arrived. And fall is my absolute favorite time of the year to get baby chicks. And I'm going to explain to you why this is so important to do. Fall just seems to get overlooked a lot of the time when it comes to starting a flock of chickens and really even most things on the backyard farm, including planting and garden prepping and all of the things. Most people don't take advantage of this time and they think that they have to wait for next spring, but they don't. You can get started right now. So in this episode, we're going to review the reasons why fall is the best time to get chicks. And you should have plenty of time to make it happen this season. And if you want fresh eggs next spring, now is the time to get started. We will also give a few super quick tips on choosing the right breed of bird and how you can get set up. So As we record this episode, it is back to school season and summer is wrapping up. We are heading into cooler temps. Today here in Kansas City, our forecast is for over 100 degrees, but that switch will flip off in the next two weeks like it always does and it'll bring those cooler temps that we're ready for. So most of your local farm and feed stores will hold fall chick days in September and October. And however, you can still order your chicks online through most of the hatcheries for the following months. And we've even had baby ducks, I think in January. So there is really nothing better than daily fresh eggs. And we've been raising our chickens for, I believe now, close to 17 years and we we just love it. It is one of the things that we're really, really good at. We love our fresh eggs every single day, and it's just brought a lot of joy to our family. So um, if you're considering doing it, this is your nudge that um, just go for it. It brings you so much joy. So for years, every single Easter, my kiddos would get new baby chicks, and it's almost a rite of passage to spring on the backyard farm. However, I am here to shed some light on raising chickens. The last couple of years, we have added to our flock in the fall. And today I would love to share with you the reasons why I think fall is the best time to get chicks. And like I said, then I'll hit a couple of other helpful tips for you um, when it comes to picking the right breed as well. So number one is fall chicks produce spring eggs. 
So chickens can start laying eggs when they are about five months old. And when you get baby chicks in the spring, like most of us do, it could be the very end of summer and into the fall months before they start laying. And depending on your location, the sunlight hours and breeds, most chickens slow down or even completely stop laying in the late fall through the winter. Now, we do add a light in our coop, which does help with uh, the laying and the egg production. But if you have a new chick that starts laying in September and then they slow down or stop in November, you are almost going a full year before they are truly high producing layers. So if you do get your chicks in the fall, they start laying eggs in the early spring and you will have a longer cycle of egg laying, which is what it's all about, right? So that is my number one reason why I like the fall chicks over the spring chicks. Number two, spring is so busy. If you have a backyard farm, you are probably cleaning up the down limbs, the brush from the winter months, possibly building raised beds, or at least getting your plants and gardens started. You may be pruning and adding fruit trees or just power washing your decks. It is absolute chaos over here in the spring. There's just every single day, it's like 12 to 15 hour days that we just go to bed super tired. Whatever your schedule may be, spring cleaning and planting season can be so overwhelming. Your baby chicks need a lot of attention, especially that first month in the brooder box where they're starting out. And as you transition them to your coop even, they need a lot of attention. You just need your eyes on them quite a bit. Fall just seems to be a little bit more chill than the spring does to me. Kiddos go back to school and whatever that looks like at your place, basically schedules are intact. It's easier to keep up with what the baby chicks need from you. In the past, we've struggled with spring chicks and the timing of them. Adult chickens are fairly easy to maintain, and we have a feed and watering system that literally lasts over a week at a time. Although we do go in and check and maintain our chickens every single day, every morning and every night, we don't have to with the systems that we've put in place. But with little chicks, they need fresh food and water to be changed out daily, sometimes more than once a day. Um, And they, they just take up a lot more time and energy for that first month or two. In the spring, we would get chicks and then we would have a week-long vacation planned at the beginning of June. And it's a bit more work for someone to come in onto your property and check on the babies. In the fall, the schedules are set. We don't have any family vacations planned since the kiddos had sports and schoolwork and all of that. So we didn't have to worry about the chicks being taken care of while we were gone. So the other reason that I believe fall is a great time to get baby chickens could be considered a bit controversial. Please don't send me hate mail or messages on this. It's only my opinion and experience, which I do have a lot of experience. We've been doing this for a long time and we're really, it's one of the only things that we're really, really good at. Uh, I never thought I'd be known as the chicken lady or the chicken expert when I grew up of all things. So Um, I personally think that you will raise hardier and healthier chickens if you get the chickens in the fall. 
And I know many people are going to disagree with that, but here is my experience. Remember, we are in Kansas City in the Midwest, weather zone 6B for planting, which goes from frigid cold below zero temps in the winter to hot and humid above 100 degrees like it is today in the steamy summer. So for the exact reason people will tell you not to put heat lamps in the winter or air conditioning window units in the cold for your barn goats or chickens, it could be the same, same thing. Chickens and goats are naturally hardy animals. God made them that way. Of course, each breed has a different temperament to certain climates, but in general, chickens are very tough and very hardy. And if you get fall chicks and they grow in our tweens and teens going into the holiday season, they are big and strong enough to handle the cold tips that will hit before the spring. They just seem to be stronger and healthier birds. They don't get sick. They run fast from a coyote. I don't know what it is, but they just seem so much healthier. So I know that's my personal opinion, but it is based on a lot of experience around here. The fall chicks seem to be healthier birds. So before we wrap up today, I do want to briefly touch on choosing the best chicken breed for your setup. As you consider adding chickens to your backyard farm, you'll want to choose a breed that works for your space and climate, and it has the right temperament for your family, and is a breed to either give you the eggs, if that's what you want, or meat, or a combination of both. Some of the most versatile breeds that can lay 200 plus eggs per year and make good meat birds are the Rhode Island Red, Leghorn, and the Barred Plymouth Rock. Raising a heritage breed can help you become more self-sufficient with your food. Now, I have mentioned before, we have raised chickens for as meat birds. We've processed them. I didn't actually love it. I am so glad we did it. I know we have the equipment. I know if we need to ever do that, like back in 2020 when grocery store shelves were empty, it was nice to know that we can be completely self-sufficient. Um, so if you are going down that path, and I do believe it's healthier and it's more organic when it's out in your own property and you know what you're feeding them, the Cornish cross rock is kind of the known bird for meat chickens. Um, they're a hybrid and they're not good for mating and reproducing, but only for meat. So you do have to get new chicks. You can't use their eggs or anything like that. Um, to reproduce them, you do have to completely start over. And that, again, is another reason those Rhode Island Reds, although we don't process them for meat, if we had to, we could do it in a split second. They're kind of that trifecta awesome bird that can be used for all kinds of things. They're great at eggs and meat and they're sweet and all this stuff. So um, there are kind of, those are four different birds that you might want to look at, at depending on if you're wanting eggs or meat or both. So for a deep dive into the 20 most popular breeds of chickens, check out, I will link it in the show notes. I do have a freebie that is, um, 
It has a poster of all the birds so you can see what they look like. It's a blog post that um, just talks about what color of eggs each bird lays, how many, uh, what climate, all the things. So it is just a powerhouse of information. So I will link that blog post, which also has the poster in it, in our show notes. uh, So you can take a look at that if you're interested. So before we stop for the day, where to buy chicks, I do want to touch on this. You can purchase chickens at several stages of development. It all depends on how long you're willing to wait for those eggs. Day-old chicks are the most common way to start a flock, and these chicks are available from hatcheries. Most often, chicks can be bought locally from a farm supply store or even a nearby small farm. We have had great luck ordering day-old chicks online. And the first time I did this, I was so skeptical about the shipping process. I just couldn't wrap my brain around how healthy they would be when they came through the mail. And it was a pleasant surprise. I've talked about this several times. One benefit to this process is that you can order different and uncommon breeds that you will not find at most local stores. So my son and daughter-in-law last year, they chose to skip the farm and feed store fall chick days, and they just bought some fertilized eggs from someone here local and just hatched them out in their incubator for their fall chicks. So, and you know, it's so much fun, especially for families to watch that whole process. I could just sit there and watch those hatching eggs all day long. It is just a wonderful, fun experience. So that's a good one. If you haven't ever done that at some point in your life, you need to hatch out your own eggs because it is just, it's pure joy. So adding chickens to your backyard farm, it is just such, I can't speak highly enough about it. It's a good experience. We have added them to our property from day old chicks at the feed store. We've hatched out our own inside the coop with a broody hen, not super efficient, but it was fun to watch her and them just, you know, waddle around behind her. It was just precious. Um, And we've also done the incubators. So they all worked. They all resulted in us having healthy and sassy chickens. And so um, it's just a lot of fun. So here are a couple of our tried and trusted chick ordering resources that we have used uh, at some point over the past few years and had really good luck with them. Murray McMurray Hatchery. They have an online hatchery that you can order from. They're wonderful. Stromberg's is another hatchery that does really good with shipping and online. Cackle Hatchery is actually in here in Missouri. They're about three hours away from us, um, but I've had them mail me chicks before and they were wonderful. And then, of course, there's the tractor supply chick days where you can go in, and I believe they also do online as well. We're super excited about the new tractor supply uh, coming up in Kearney. Um, we're super excited to have one close closer to us as well. So there's some really good options if you're going online with those. So I hope this has been helpful and encourage you just to go for it during these fall chick days. Uh, we do have a raising chickens course that you may have heard us chat about, and we're opening that up, walks you through every single step. It has over 23 trainings. It is a complete start to finish course from all the information on what breed to choose, all the equipment, how to set it up, 
all the different predator proofing, everything you want to know about chickens is in this course. And so I will add that link to the show notes as well if you're interested. Either way, just go for it. It will be a huge blessing to your family. Your kiddos will enjoy it. And there is nothing like fresh eggs for breakfast. Thank you for joining us today in this episode of Gracefield Grit. I know that your time is valuable and I truly appreciate you being here. I hope it was helpful and that you'll share it with a friend. In order to schedule amazing guests on our show, we could use some good reviews. So if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be honored if you could head over to the podcast app on your phone, tap the album art for the Gracefield Grit podcast, scroll down to the bottom of the page and write a review. I'm looking forward to our next episode and I hope you'll join us again. Blessings to you today, friend, as you live out your own Gracefield Grit.